You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at home and abroad, and this is the time of the year where people start planning for what are they going to do in the summer. And given the climate that we have and what it's like when you look out the window, uh, the summer is something you always try to plan for. And you look at, well, what are my options? Well, as students, options are available all around the world, but there are options available in Ireland as well. And one of the options that we're going to hear about today is from the what is CIAA, the Canadian, uh, sorry, the Celtic Irish American Academy, the Celtic Irish American Academy, and it's offering a unique transformational experience that adds significant long-term value to somebody's personal development and career development. And the career outcomes, it's the core of the Celtic Irish American Academy. Well, for the first time, uh, it's being introduced into Canada, and Laura Hay and Peter Hughes are driving the effort in Ottawa, and we'll be hearing from Peter later on, but first, we're going to hear from Dr. Joanna Clancy, and she is where I would like to be at the moment, she's in Salt Hill in Galway, and uh, I have a very soft spot for on Galliof. Uh, Joanna, Tafalteroth. Thanks for the lovely introduction and it's pretty cold here at the moment. I know it's colder there but you might not like to be here when you look out the window where I'm looking out. Joanne, it's a relative concept. <laughs> That's true, it's all relative. <laughs> it's probably better than the snow. Well, not just the snow. Last night in uh, the other side of the river here, and the other side of the river here is kind of just on, on the north side. The, with the wind chill it was going down to minus 38. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I'll, I'm counting myself lucky, so yes. if that's comparing it to... Yeah, because all you guys have to do is put on rain gear and you can still go out and play golf. That's it, and lots of people don't even bother with the rain gear. <laughs> We're a brave bunch over here, Austin. I hope you haven't forgotten that. Oh, I haven't forgotten <laughs> that. As I was saying before we started chatting, it was February uh, a year or two ago, Being, I was on... Um, uh, salt hill out on, on the prom and there was a young girl going to buy an ice cream, that was the other wonderful thing in February, she was buying an ice cream from the, the van there that parks along uh, Salt Hill in a bikini <laughs> Now that's bravery for you <laughs> so, so the Celtic Irish uh, American Academy, tell me about it Okay, great, Austin. Uh, thanks, as I said, for the introduction and for giving this wonderful opportunity to us um, for to showcase and promote our program and the wonderful program that we have uh, for high school students based here in Galway, Salt Hill, Galway, every July. And the dates uh, this coming July are the 14th to the 27th. So this is our this will be our fourth year running of the program. Um, we started off in 2016. And we had a relatively small bunch from the States at that time. And I guess just taking a step back, our rationale for setting this up was that we realised there's such a, a strong body, such a strong uh, network of Irish, of diaspora abroad and their youth. And this, this need and this link and this desire to continue with, with uh, these networks in Ireland and, and learning about their heritage and everything. So we set up on the basis of that. We started off in the States uh, because we had some contacts there, so we thought that would be a good place to start. Always in the back of our minds, though, with this growth and expansion 
in mind and particularly for Canada. So we're delighted now to hopefully get on board uh, with the Canadian market. And as you mentioned there, um, Peter and Laura are excellent ambassadors both for our country and for Ottawa. So we're extremely excited at what the future holds. Um, so it's a high school program, Austin, um, for your students or for your for your youth over there. Uh, we try and keep it small. So our group last year, we had 20 students and they were from all over the United States and a small group from Spain also. And we have some local kids here that join in in activities, in debating competitions, in hurling games and that kind of thing. So, um, so it's a really exciting program for all. Now, traditionally, you know, when I was growing up, if you went away anywhere during the summer, you went off to the Gaeltacht, and there was a specific issue, which was you were trying to improve your your Irish. But this very much is a comprehensive curriculum and is designed, from what I can see, to cover what would be many aspects of Irish culture and heritage. Yeah, that's fair to say. So, um, like you've pointed out, people are the students are coming here not to learn Irish, not to learn English, um, not to learn any other language, but by default as part of the pro programme we have a little bit of the Irish language as well, but that's incorporated into these core pillars, what, we, what we've identified as uh, core pillars of our programme. And the first one really is culture, um, getting in tune with, the, with your Irish heritage through Irish literature, a bit of language, uh, Irish history, business in Ireland, um, American and Canadian business links with Ireland, uh, a few other elements like debating Irish music and that kind of thing. So with that cultural aspect then, we started off thinking, you know, uh, kids of Irish heritage want to learn about the Irish culture. But we have broadened that out to see that we've actually had kids coming that don't have Irish heritage. And they're interested in, because the Irish culture and heritage um, is so widely recognised and respected, not only that, but we've really integrated a more European focus into our programme because, as you know, we're sitting here in the middle of um, America, Canada and, and Europe and we're, we're really in a, quite a privileged position to understand the various facets of culture and business um, that go on all over the world. So we have given this more of a European focus with our Spanish students with visiting European um, and American companies that are based here in Galway as well. So that's one part of it, uh, the cultural aspect. The other aspect or pillar of our programme is this idea of business and innovation and leadership. So trying to instill a confidence or endeavouring to instill a confidence and, and self-esteem and independence in our students that allows them to learn about this business environment to how to be innovative, how to be entrepreneurial, uh, really immersing them in this entrepreneurial ecosystem, which we're very lucky to have here in Galway, through the many companies that we have from all over the world, and because I suppose it's such a, a multicultural uh, hotspot here as well. And so that's the second aspect, and, and with those classes then, apart from going into the global companies like EA Games, where they get uh, demos and everything. I also bring them into NUI Galway, where I'm a lecturer in business enterprise. So within that, then, we've workshops on how to set up your new business, how to have the confidence to do this, what to look out for, etc. And the last core pillar, then, of our program is the whole idea of service learning. So we've identified uh, and a very um, strong element for any kid of that age to learn is the whole idea of giving back how to be a good global citizen, how to get on with everybody, 
how to uh, be confident in an intercultural setting. So we do some volunteering with the Galway Simon community. We raised over €3,000 on the streets of Galway. You'd be happy to hear, Austin. Last year, so our students were shaking buckets, doing some step dancing, doing some singing. And we were very fortunate to take part in this and and very happy that we helped such a good cause. The Galway Simon community is a homeless charity based here in the county. And then uh, another part of that service earning then was we did some work with Skull Enterprises, another social enterprise um, trying to alleviate prop, uh, poverty and um, encourage business and entrepreneurship in the city. So there are the three core elements, culture, business innovation, leadership and service learning. And we've had excellent feedback on these three programs. And we've built in another element there, uh, which is STEM. So we've situated this within the business and innovation aspect. So Within this STEM, I'm sure it's high on the agenda in Canada as well, for science, technology, engineering and maths. And again, trying to integrate our students into learning more and not being afraid of subjects like this. Um, We have the National Young Scientist Competition winners that come in, teach them how to build a robot from scratch, which is really exciting. And then another final thing that I just want to add into into this in relation to our programme is the whole idea of well-being. So... I guess dad being a secondary school teacher and assistant principal of St. Enda's College dealing with high school students and myself in the university dealing uh, with, with kids over 18, there's, it's very important, this whole thing of well-being and wellness um, of kids of this age. So we do a couple of things around that, like art therapy and mindfulness and this kind of thing, which students really, really enjoy. They get a lot out of it, and we see it as a really important aspect, especially when kids are away from home like that. We want them to feel home from home and just happy when they're here. But Joanna, one of the things that strikes me as you talk is in that in catering to high school students, uh, the, this, the divergence between a first year and a over in your terminology, a leaving cert student, or in our terminology, I think it's grade 12, um, can be considerable. And uh, they, just because of the maturing process, so you're looking at kind of from maybe 12, 13 up to about 16, 17, 18. Uh, how do you deal with that disparity, if that might be the wrong word, um, in a small group? Okay, that's a good question, and it's it's something that we had to ponder and think about and build activities into our program um, to try and alleviate or eliminate any of those obstacles that might be there. But I suppose to date, most of our students have been between the age of 14 and 17 kind of thing. And those three years, while there is a gap in terms of maturity and everything, um, the type of activities that they do... Um, it doesn't matter what age that they are. And we found that the younger, or the older kids, sorry, have this innate desire to look after the younger ones. It's actually, it's unbelievable, and we were really delighted to see it. The, the older ones are actually looking after the younger ones, almost as if they're part of their family. And the feedback that we've got, and from po- talking to kids after and everything, is that they this is exactly what it is. They feel like they're part of a family when they're here, and they look out for one another. So that hasn't proven to be a problem at all, actually. Right. Now, uh, when I mentioned earlier on how traditionally it was a question of heading to the Gaeltacht then you headed into and you met the Bannon T, what type of accommodation do you offer to the students? Okay, so we have host families here in Galway, actually all in the Salton area, Austin, because 
That's where we're based. That's where the school is. It's just very central and safe. So we've chosen, carefully chosen these host families. They're personally known to us. Uh, all families are Garda vetted because any family that takes any youth in Ireland now must be Garda vetted by our Garda Shikana and vetted carefully by ourselves, even though they're, they're, care, they're carefully selected and known to us. Um, so they say with host families, usually we try and match up, well, what we always do is we try and match up the profile of the student with, with the family. That doesn't always work out uh, in terms of age and everything, but all our kids have been extremely happy with the homes that they've gone to. They're cooked um, nice home-cooked meals every evening. Um, they're in a real family setting, family environment, where the parents, the host parents, really look out for these kids. Um, and it's a, real, it's a real friendship that they develop and a close bond. And all of these families and the, the kids that have come over have since been in contact. So all I can say is really safe environment, really secure, very nice, very homely and with a really uh, with a really good family environment always. So, Joanna, you mentioned there the majority of your students would be in the 14 to 17-year-olds, but, you know, if someone like me that was a late developer but needed to go back to high school, can I sneak in there? You can sneak in, no problem. We'll let you in. You might have to dye your hair first, Austin, just to fit in. But well, that's assuming I have hair, isn't it? But I do. <laughs> it is. I suppose this is radio. I don't know. <laughs> but fortunately, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so, the cost of something like this, and what does somebody get for it? Okay, well, for the two weeks, um, the cost includes everything. So, it includes... The, um, the classes, the excursions all over Galway, out to Connemara, up to Dublin, uh, down to the Cliffs of Moher. We do a trip to Trinity College and the National Science Gallery. All of those tours, all of the activities, all of the classes, the homes, the food, um, everything is included in the price uh, of $2,500, uh, except for the flight itself. And is that 25 US dollars? That's two and a half thousand US dollars, actually, Austin. And I'm, forgive me now, I can't think offhand what it's exactly the, the that's price. That's roughly about it's thirty-three, th roughly about thirty-three hundred Canadian dollars. Oh, okay, roughly thirty-three. <clears throat> sorry about that. Now, Peter can can confirm that when you're speaking with yeah. him in a while. No, Austin, as long as we okay. know what the baseline is, <coughs> we can yeah, we can apply that's the, it. The, so the I think rate. what we've based our price on, um, Austin, and we're very competitive vis-a-vis. Uh, other types of programs that are running, even though we're the only one of its kind that's running this type of program. But we compared ourselves on what else is out there. And also, um, I suppose the trade-off or the opportunity cost of whether students stay at home in Canada for those two weeks doing a camp or coming over here. And our prices are, are extremely competitive based on that. Indeed. Now, you may, I noticed in one of the modules as well, you're taking in music. And I saw on the schedule you were going to bring kids to... Uh, Kaylee, I take it, and that they would get exposure to traditional Irish music and festivals, because yep. if there is no better place in Ireland to go for music, uh, it's certainly the West Coast, and <coughs> for live music, Galway is always buzzing. I know you can go down to Clare and get fantastic music, but from a from a central perspective, Galway is always fantastic. And you also mentioned festivals. Uh, what's happening yep. around then? Well, as you said, there's no place better to be than Galway for music. You only have to walk down Shop Street 
or hear music coming from from the different bars and venues to hear music at all times. But what, what's really lucky for students coming over at this time in July is that the Galway International Arts Festival is actually being run on those exact dates. So there is an unbelievable amount of activity and music and festivals and, and cultural activities taking place every single day. And we tap into this. Um, and these are events specifically for kids their age, but for any age. So we're very lucky to have that in our doorstep. And it is, as they say, brilliant crack. Um, so there'll be loads of exposure to to cultural events like that and music and everything. And as well as that, we have a trip to an Irish farm, which is actually my mother-in-law's farm in my Colin County Galway. And we have musicians that come there. So we go and we visit various aspects on the farm. Uh, we go up to see the windmills on Europe's largest windmill site, our wind farm. And then we come back down for some teas and scones and, and a bite to eat. And we have local a local band, a family of girls that come in, play their music, and we have a dancing session. So it's great crack. Indeed, and as you say, a very, very full agenda. Uh, If if we need to, and we want to direct people to where they need to go to find you, uh, as I say, it was uh, the Celtic Irish uh, American, no, it's Americana Academy. Celtic Americanacademy.com. So www.celticirishamericanacademy.com and you get all the details there. And you're out there on Facebook and Twitter also. Yes, we're on Facebook and we're on Twitter and we're on Instagram also. So any of those that you want to tap into, no problem. And if somebody heads to Facebook or Instagram, they'll get a flavour of what things were like over the last few years. Exactly. They'll get a flavour of what's been happening over the last few years, the highlights of the trip. And also between now and July, we'll be posting up some updates and things that you can look forward to in advance of that. Now, you mentioned that you keep it to a small group. So I would imagine that means that if somebody is interested and starts making their inquiries, they would need to be efficient about it or might find that they're left behind. Yeah. Exactly, Austin. Um, we'd encourage students to be prompt enough at this stage to sign up for it because, as I said, we want to keep this small. We're a family-run business. Uh, we're not a big company. We, we don't want huge numbers. We want to keep it niche and safe and small and this family environment that, that I've talked about before. So if you're interested or, or know anybody that's interested, please get in touch as soon as you can and we'll provide any amount of information that you want, and we'll, we'll just have a chat. Dr. Joanna Clancy, thanks a million for taking the time for a chat, and it's been thanks great so learning great. all about this. Lovely to talk to you. And, yeah, if there's any other information you or anybody is looking for, you can just let us know. Just give us a shout. And as I said, we'll be hearing from Peter later on. He'll give us some of the local uh, aspect of it and his contact information and that kind of stuff. Yeah, and we're, we're excited to get into the Canadian market and having Ottawa as, as our landing spot, really. Uh, we know that there's a great relationship uh, still between Ireland and Canada, or even Ottawa in particular, and uh, we're very excited and we're delighted to have Laura and Peter on board as well. Thanks, Joanna. Thanks very much, Justin.